BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Anything wrestling-wise you got to want to talk about? Because guess what? Double or nothing is this weekend, not last weekend. <laughs> I mean, we can, I suppose. Uh, what else happened? Um, did anything else happen of significance? I feel like something happened. I just can't remember what it was. Oh, the United, they unified the tag titles. No, I meant something important. Or, or, or something of, yeah. Why? They just, they're going to split them up in six months anyway. Who gives a shit? I said this, I said this was all going to happen. We're getting closer and closer. All we need to do is move. Uh, well, they already have the IC and US on each on each show, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So all I need now is them to retire the the fucking twenty four seven title and bring back a TV title, and everything I predicted came true. The fuck you mean bring back the TV title? WWE never had a TV title, sir. Well, I want a TV title. They own WCW. Well, there you go. So we bring well, there back you go. that TV title. Well, they, you can't bring it back if it's never been there. But they own WCW, so they could bring it yes, back. Yes, yes, yes. But it was never in WWE. They could bring back the TV title. That's better. I still don't like it, but... It's at least more accurate. If you're recording, that's a great open, but now play the theme song so I can drink and not have steam blow out of my ears. Oh! Podcast. My name is BC Tunney. I am your commissioner and the commissioner of the United States. 
of them damn damn americas and i'm joined as always by the other half of the world's greatest tag team never he is an architect a scientist and a golfing maniac indeed it's dpp i wouldn't go maniac but you know he's a maniac maniac that's for sure and he's trying to shoot par like not before. And also joining us this week is none other than the man whose mama made his made him mash his M and M's. Uh, I apologize, uh, Miss Mama M M&M and M Masher uh, Maker, Christopher Platt. How are you? <laughs> Greetings and salutations, ladies and gentlemen. And how am I? Look at me, Tony. Look at me. I God, I walk outside and homeless people hand me change. <laughs> it's certainly a uh, uh, certainly a change in uh, in life. I, I guess we'll say that. We're, we're so on. I, I had a I, and it, this might this might be ring more true as we keep going. You might just be you know trying to just still keep your head above water right now. But maybe it even started already. Uh, do you look forward to doing this show more so now than you did before you had a kid? Um. No, because it's a not not that I I don't like hanging out with y'all and catching up with y'all, but it's just one more thing I need to do. Oh, so I, I haven't gotten there yet. Listen to this. I know what you say, and I, I just I haven't <laughs> gotten there yet, man. It's just you know. How Amber are you doing? How's everything show, going? I, yeah, everything's fine, man. I mean, he's a little terrorist. I, I think I, I I explained that last week. PPTP's helping. They're a little they're a little big actually. Which I blame oh. the circumcision. I think they took a little bit too much off. But so, <laughs> sorry, son. It's very like right now changing him is a two man job because I, I hold down the PPTP and his legs are just flailing everywhere and his arms are flailing everywhere. So yeah, changing him is a two man job. So it, it's very difficult to do the PPTP and change him simultaneously if it's just one person. But uh, I, I don't know what it is, man. Anytime we go to change him or even change his his clothing, he just screams bloody murder. I don't understand it. I mean, I get it when he's hungry. He starts crying because you know, he's hungry. I get that. But the, the whole change of thing, I guess he's trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. I, I don't know. But I will say this, though. I want to give a special shout out to my new favorite wrestler and GOAT, John Cena. Because I don't know what it is, but for some reason, whenever that kid is crying bloody murder, I pick him up, I throw on basic thugonomics, I rock to the beat, and it calms him the fuck down. Like, it has, like, a 93% success rate. It's, you know what I mean? It's that good. So, <laughs> Hey, word life. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes babies just need an attitude adjustment, let me tell you. <laughs> youngest, youngest member of the chain gang of all time. I, I did my my job, my first job to him though this week too. He hit me with a crossbody. <laughs> to sell it, I hope you sold it. I sold, I sold like a champ, <laughs> man. Did Amber the counted bin? the fall. He got the bin. Oh. Amber counted the fall. Yeah, I did my first job to him. I got I, him back in his sleep though. The only thing I could say is you suck. Well, I hit. I got him back in his sleep, man. I hit him with a power bomb and pulled uh, him up with a pig. Yeah, if you, if you work that <laughs> sleeper like hold, you can get him put him. put him to sleep anytime you want, man. I mean, touche, touche. I, I, I'm still. He's still a shoot kid, though. He's not a working kid yet. We got to wait till his neck gets stronger before I have him take like flak bat bumps and shit like that. But he, he's oh, getting there. Two weeks old. Three <laughs> weeks old. Two weeks old. Uh, technically two weeks, and we're recording this on Friday, so two weeks and three days. Okay, so I was right there. Yeah, you were right there. Yeah, 
week number three of this uh, Cranberry experiment. Yes, with the terrorists in the house. But shout out again. Shout out to John Anthony Cena, man. <laughs> Yep, beat up John Cena. Thanks, AJ Styles. Uh, yeah, DWI Podcast, episode 326, prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. Check it out. I'm guessing Memorial Day or something will be a. What do you think the password is this week, Chris? Probably it Memorial Day. Matter what you think. We'll be right back. <laughs> Why should you visit thechairshot.com? Thechairshot.com is your home for hard hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. I'm not even sorry about that. No, that was well played. And quite frankly, I walked right into it. That's what I'm pissed yeah. off about. You knew yeah. it right when you started talking, didn't you? About halfway through my little whatever the fuck I said, I knew what was up. And it's like, God damn. Yeah. yeah. Well, baby brain, man. Baby brain. Yeah, I got to take advantage while I can, you know. The ultimate opportunist, if you will. This kid's two and a half weeks old, and I'm already forgetting his name. I'm calling him Cash. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> hey, you. As opposed to Bash, you know? <laughs> Is it Ray's son now? <laughs> <laughs> the small, difficult one I'm paying for. How's that work? <laughs> That's funny. All right. Let's talk a little wrestling. And like we said, uh, not a lot on our radar, particularly. I messed up and thought Double or Nothing was last weekend. So if you want to hear our preview for Double or Nothing, go back and listen to DWI podcast number 325. Yeah, that was 325 last week, DP, just so you know. Um, this week will be 326. So Did I put it wrong on the thing? Yeah, yeah, 324. Did I really? Son I changed it. Bash. See, funny. we all messed up last week. There you go. Uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, I just except for except for Platt, he has no idea what's going on anyway. So he's good. He's good. Nah, he's got enough to worry about. I'm very. Yeah, I couldn't let it go either without telling you. So um, I figured I'd do it on air. So do it on air. Uh, yeah, real piece of anyway, shit. You have fucking three twenty six episode three twenty six this week. If you want to write that down, I'll double. Don't worry, I'll double check um, in the morning. Oh no! Uh, oh no! <laughs> I've got it written down. I even have three twenty five written down, and I still put three twenty four. <laughs> I, you know what I think you did is you, yeah, looked, well, yeah, that's up. interesting. Because you don't, yeah. I don't, I don't know. No. Okay, whatever. The tag teams were unified. We're that much closer to my premonition and wanting and yearning for a different structure for the titles in WWE. Chris, I know you're less than thrilled. Not a big deal here. None of this is a big deal, man. The, the titles don't mean shit anymore. The only title that means something is the I don't even know what it's called. The the Universal well, the WWE. Uh, uh, Rainbow Coalition, Do you Snow see, Cone Federation Association Situation Championship. Do you want to see them actually unify the belts? And I heard like rumors of like a gold strap. What do you mean unify the? Oh, you mean the tag titles? No, because yeah, uh, having the titles, both of them. I heard rumors of like they'll just make them one belt, but they'll be gold. They'll each get one that's gold. Since no, they're basically because, the same looking belts. No. Because uh, because Roman carrying two belts and the Usos carrying four belts, that's a better visual. No, but you have the gold belt. No, no I you can't get those belts without doing that. Yeah, but what looks better, having one belt or having or having two belts or having what five? What looks better? Visual. Well, what's better? Two. Okay, what's better? Two or eight? 
I mean, if I got to carry the motherfuckers, I understand where you're coming from in terms of, you know, yeah, carrying, <laughs> having to carry four belts around every week. No, yeah, no, no, no. I'm, just, I'm just continuing to play the part of one PC Tony asshole extraordinaire. What yeah, no is too many titles to have, regardless of how hard it is to carry them? At some Wrestling. point, you're like, look at titles. Wrestling crossed that shark or jumped that shark a long time ago, man, as regards to too many belts and too many championships. So that ship has sailed, my friend. Okay. I'm <laughs> glad I asked you a question and you just started talking about something else. Dan, what are your thoughts on the unification of the tag team titles by the Usos over RK Bro? And boy, let me tell you something. Boy, howdy, something there. The the young fans in the crowd were not too thrilled about this beatdown afterwards. You had you had young WWE fans being consoled by their parents in the crowd, like visually upset, crying, being need to need, need to need to be consoled. Yeah, it was. I mean, just a horrific scene. Like <laughs> I was, yeah, boy, was I lost um, in the moment. But <laughs> it was. Uh, I, you know, I I do wish they would have done it at the pay per view or whatever. I, but. Okay, it's fine. I I, I think we, we kind of see where they're going at least for now. But I love the unifications. I, you know, I'm on. I was on board with the whole. You know, less titles the better for me too. So I'm happy with that. I would like to see them go with. I, I get the idea that obviously more belts are a better visual. I want them to go down to the one because that to me then that means it's going to be there for a while. Like the more the longer they hold on to two belts, the lo- the quicker it's going to be yeah. moved uh, separated again. And I, I'm not a big fan, obviously, of that. So, and that's truly what I want to see as well. But I think that's Platt's kind of point is I think Chris is maybe trying to say that this is just for the bloodline. This is not anything more than that. And until we see those titles turn into one, I would have to almost agree with him. I mean, how many? How often? At least twice off the top of my head, have they unified these belts? and then found a way to split them up. And, I mean, it's only a matter of time before they do it again. I bet you they're racking their brain right now about how they could get that world title off of Roman so they can somehow get it to Cody by Mania. I'm telling you, that's probably on the whiteboard in Titan Towers right now. Oh, that's an interesting thing, too, you know. Um, Well, the the, the Rock distracts him and costs him one of the belts going into Mania. Okay, but... He, he's had yo yo Dan Dan I like that the Rock distracts him Cody wins both belts we get Cody Cena at Mania because Rock and Roman don't doesn't need a title get Cody Cena at Mania with Cena chasing that seventeen carat you know what I mean to become officially the greatest of all time even though he is in my eyes <laughs> as of now. right now he is the greatest yeah <laughs> <laughs> but no but I like that I like that man but but go ahead Sonny. No, that was better than anything I was going to say. I was just mad that you said it and I didn't. <laughs> I should be used to that by now. What's it been? Six years? Petty, p- petty conceited tunny, PC tunny. There you go. <laughs> Fuck off, asshole. Way to have a nice, fucking good idea. Nice, for nice. Uh, <laughs> fuck you, Dan, and that bell. <laughs> you know what's funny though? That's hilarious. You know what's funny though, and. Tony, you, you brought up the kids crying in the audience. I think a, uh, a unforeseen but good byproduct of AEW is that. So like the melon farmers that were throwing beach balls and hijacking WWE shows, they're all AEW fans now, and they're over there watching <laughs> that. So the melon farmers that are left are people that actually want to be there to watch WWE. If you're not good enough to stop the audience from hijacking the show, then maybe you shouldn't have the mic for that long. 
that's fair too. Yeah, that, I mean, two things can be right simultaneously, sir. You do know that, right? Like, there's a yeah. reason they put uh, MVP with almost because this motherfucker comes out every week sounding like he got a bag of dicks in his mouth, so he needed a mouthpiece. You know? Well, what is it like a baguettes or like a bag of chicken? Yeah, I'm I'm not taking a magnifying glass and a flashlight to said penises in so almost throat, dude. I, I'm not doing that. That's not my thing. So just have to lick them all, or do they have to all get off? You know, it's more like go ho- go holler at Doctor Spores about that, man. Shout out to Outsiders Edge, by the way. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't think that's right. I don't think I don't think you should have said that. But I mean, I guess, see now I feel now I feel bad even shouting out to him because you you fucking like were such a jerk right there. But hi Kyle, uh, hope you're listening to the show. Uh, love to have you on a week when you not here apparently. <laughs> Man, Kyle's my dude. He knows I'm just talking shit, man. Shout out to uh, Kyle and Outsiders Edge. Made their triumph for return this week. Yes, Go check that out yes, on Shout yes. Radio Network. Indeed. Great, great shout out. Great show. Uh, so check that out. I know a lot of people have already. Great numbers. Uh, their their listeners have been waiting for them. So hopefully they'll, they'll be bringing it back. Uh, maybe not every week, but every other week or once a month or something. But I know Ray's been dying to uh, get back to podcasting. He's just a busy guy. He's taking care of a lot of stuff. So... If we can get Kyle on this show, that'd be wonderful. I think we should be able to do that um, in the near future. But, yeah, I, just ChairShot Radio Network, where every uh, streaming platform, podcasts are streamed. Otherwise, the ChairShot.com, always use your head. Any other but, thoughts no, here? Go ahead. Yeah, y'all really, y'all really think they're going to run with these unified belts for an extended period of time? Y'all really think so? I think ever would be an awesome uh, amount of time. And, and just because, let, here. Let me revisit it once again, and I'll I'll say I'm trying to be brief, but I'm just going to say what I want to say. One world championship belt. One WWE world championship belt. Right? One WWE. I wouldn't even put heavyweight in there because you can have the, 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 inter, the Intercontinental and the United States championship are both heavyweight belts. So why not just the WWE world championship title? Okay? That's one belt. You have one set of tag teams that makes you have a deeper tag team um, uh, roster. Well, for, right? for, well, for starters, championship title is redundant, so that's one reason. Okay, I'm still going here. And then the last thing is you bring back this TV title. And that TV title, what that can do is that can be a connector and a bridge between NXT and WWE. Because it has to be defended once a week on television, whether it's a pay-per-view, whether it's Raw, whether it's SmackDown, whether it's NXT. You're welcome, Vince. I know you're already doing it. He's been listening the whole time. Like, you guys, do I have to run down all the things that I predicted? Like, Stone Cold never had a match. I told you that was going to happen. I told you the World Heavyweight titles were going to... No? Do you want me to keep going? And a belt keeps your pants up. And Stone Cold had a match. I don't, I don't believe that. And yet you're still in Wisconsin, huh? <laughs> your Vince's muse, or his not even his muse, his uh, consigliere, and there you are. <laughs> Get Vince ready for the music festival this weekend. <laughs> Vince, Vince appreciates someone who doesn't flash it around, okay? Why? Because that would cut in on his action? Ew! Y'all heard that story with the masseuse in Florida, I'm sure. We'll just leave it there. Listen, how do you think we pay, pay for the high production value of the show? Vince sliding us some money under the table. This is kind of like the second run of ECW here this show, okay? (laughs) (laughs) 
I hope someone pops for that, whoever's listening. Shit, we're gonna be that, that was soon. funny, because... Mm. Yeah, the second round went so well. <laughs> and listen, that that was a crazy kind of thing point that Bubba Ray brought up on the Stone Cold Steve Austin uh, Broken Skull session, which is one of my favorites ever, by the way, folks. I, I know I brought that up another time, maybe this show or another one, but go check it out. A lot of a lot of good insight on stuff. So Bubba talks about the first time he got an offer from WWE, and he also talks about how he, uh, I forget who it was, but he didn't want to make the first call. Because he knew whoever makes the first call is going to lose on the negotiation. So whoever his contact was with WWE also had the instant contact with from WWE. So that person three-way called them and then hung up. And it was him and I forget who was, you know, offering him the contract. So they had the contract. They had the offer. He went back to Paul the next day. He said, you just pay us what you're paying us now plus $1 more and a show and we'll stay. Not even $1 more a show what WWE was going to pay him. But right now, what you're paying us, plus $1 more a show, and we'll stay. And Paul said, no, I can't do it. You guys will be fine up there. Or something like that. And he goes, that's when I knew that Vince and Paul were working together in some capacity. Because it wouldn't have looked good for Paul to keep them when Vince wanted them. Because of what Paul was getting from Vince at the time. That's what I took away from that conversation that he had with Austin when they started talking about how he left ECW and came to WWE. Yeah, makes sense. I mean, they they did. They had a really good run up there. Matter of fact, I think Devon just uh, re-signed with the E. He's working in a backstage capacity. No, no, no. He's uh, I think he's down in NXT doing something, some sort of backstage capacity. So, yeah, everything worked out well for the Dudleys and WWE. They made a lot of money together. Listen, if you're a if you're a retired or you know no longer working a giant schedule, you're just kind of you know maybe a handful of indie shows a year or something like that, a small indie schedule plus working for a major company. If you're working for the WWE, WWF, whatever WWE, you'd rather be an agent or or a, or a talent enhancer as a coach in NXT, right? Than for the main roster because you don't have to travel as much. Oh yeah. Stay down in Florida? I'd, I'd rather do that than, yeah, having to travel 300 days a year. I don't know if it's yeah, that it's bad. Not, but, yeah, whatever it is, yeah. Right. It's still a lot, shit. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the NXT thing, that's not a bad gig, man. I think that's why Ciampa was so hesitant to move up to the main roster, because he, he had a good life for himself. He had his family down I, there. He's a little bit older guy. I think Vince could make him a, a, a real good champion to be honest with you I've, a world champion i think in the right storyline he could play the right have we ever had a, a smaller a, am i gonna i don't know have we ever had any him one like him be a heel and be champion and still maintain his ferociousness and viciousness i mean Shawn michaels wasn't exactly a big dude no um, but he wasn't compare him to the mentality that champa has or no, Champa. I think sorry. Daniel Bryan might have been the closest, but that, but that, mm. not as That's much. But not as a heel. Not as a heel. You he know? did not the ferocious heel. Well, he played yeah, the heel yeah. with the environmentalist part, but like it wasn't as that kind of character. At the same time, he had already had probably one of the greatest, well, probably one of the top five babyface runs of all time as champion. So true. It's funny. He was kind of playing the Champa character, that ferociousness. He was actually playing that in AEW before they stuck him with Regal and, and Moxley in them. And those boys, as Stephen A. would say, we go Moxley and those boys. <laughs> That's good. That's good. 
impressions are brought to you by ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Check it out. Buy a t-shirt. Wear it somewhere. Tell people about the chairshot.com and remember to always use your head. That wasn't bad. We should cut that one off. Mark the tape. Nope. Some elevator music underneath it. Oh my goodness, Dan Campbell's on my screen. I instantly thought of having a bowl of kneecaps. How about it? Hey. I'm not gonna oh, play that. I won't. Uh, any other wrestling WWE wise before I ask one AEW question? I think that's it. Uh, the uh, merchandise for Naomi Asasha has been taken off WWE, so this shit is getting serious. We'll see what happens. Everybody always comes back, so kiss him up at some point, but that was interesting, I thought. Um, I feel like there's something else that happened of significance, and I just can't. It's escaping my mind right now what that might have been. I don't know. I, I, I got nothing. Dan, what about yourself, sir? No! It's about all Kick Rick. <laughs> all right, guys. Let's revisit it. What the hell? Will CM Punk walk out as the champion at double or nothing against Adam Page? And how right would Adam Page be for WWE? Oof. Uh, I think CM Punk comes out with the title. I could see him maybe doing a little bit longer program and maybe flip-flop the title a couple times here. They haven't done that in AEW yet. There's only been a handful of champs. so That'd be interesting, you know? A good back and forth with those two would probably be really good. I think that'd be good for... I think that'd be better for Paige, obviously, than Punk. You know, it, he needs something big like that, I think, and I, I that'd be good. Um, I... Man, those guys... That... That collection of Adam Cole and Page and like that that group of guys like just I don't know they don't they they just don't seem like a fit for WWE. I mean, obviously Vince didn't seem I don't know he didn't seem like he wanted Cole at all on the main roster really. So That's I just don't see him as a fit. Adam Page is a big is not a big guy, but he's I mean he's bigger than Cole, but. Uh, he's, you know, is he a little bit bigger than Punk, right? And a little more muscle, I yeah, think? Yeah, yeah, he is. The The only thing, I, I tend to agree with Dan. The only thing that I say that Paige has going for him, if he were to step over to WWE, is his age. Because he's still relatively young. I don't think he's, is he even 30 yet? And if he is 30, he's got to be early 30s, i.e. 30, 31. And they're over there trying to get younger so he kind of fits that build and fits that mold. Plus, it's also it's always going to be a cute coup, rather, when they can get a top guy from the other company to come over there. So, I, I, yeah, I would say that he's got that going for him if he wants to go the other way. As far as this match, y- you got to eventually, every business wants to grow. And eventually, you have to try to attract people outside of your core fan base of those 800,000 to a million folks that watch a TV show every week, right? You kind of got to try to. I think we can all admit this Adam Page title experiment has gone nowhere. I don't necessarily think it's of any fault of his own. I still think he's a very talented guy. I think he just was not ready for that position yet. Put the belt on Punk. Turn Punk heel. Let him cut a promo talking about how you all are marks and whatnot in AEW. Just really get the fans all riled up and pissed off at him. And let him have a decent run with the belt, man. You've got some contenders out there. Samoa Joe's there now. You can relive their feud, their legendary feud in Ring of Honor. 
Keith Lee, are you gonna are 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 you eventually have to have black people feud with non-black people, or else somebody's gonna catch on to the scent besides me? So maybe you can elevate Keith Lee, get a good match and a good program with Punk, Ricky Stark. There's a bunch of other guys, man. Uh, Christian is still there. There's guys that you could do some things with that could draw some interest in, and have some good entertaining TV and matches, ultimately. But I think you have to put it on Punk because he's your biggest star right now. So you you rock with it until you come up with something else. I still think that MJF has got to be the one that dethrones either Paige or Punk, whoever comes out this match. But him and Pretty Tony seem to be at odds right now. A little lovers, lovers quarrel. So I, I don't know how that works, but... Yeah, put the belt on Punk, man. Do right, do the right thing on the Spike Lee side of the game. We're good. We're good. We're going to take a commercial. We're going to come right back. We got more sports trivia for you bitches right here on the 326th edition of the podcast known as DWI. Happy Memorial Day weekend, y'all. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out TheChairShop.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, TheChairShop.com. folks by the music you hear you know it's time for some national hockey league trivia i mean national football league trivia here on the dwi podcast if we did nhl trivia without satchel mcflippins on the show then no one would get anything right and if we did it with just satchel mcflippins on the show without like dave or patrick or steve cook we probably you know just get mollywopped by satchel mcflippins but nonetheless Dan, I don't know if you've stuck with the bandwagon since they won us money, and I told you not to pick Philly to take the Lightning. And damn it, if Nate would have just kept the damn pool alive, we might be looking for the third year in a row and winning that motherfucker. But have you been rooting for the Ning? Oh, of course. <laughs> I, I can't. I, you know, I want to see the three-peat. Yes, they definitely won us some money last year, so I'm on board. Okay. All right. DP, you won last time's sports trivia event. I need you. I have a quarter right here. Uh, one side is a dove, which has a tail, and on the other side is the head of Walt. Di- no, um, Ted Will. No, 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 Ted Will. Elon no, Musk. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a George. I believe it's George Washington. So this George, is a quata. It's a quata. Moving on up, moving uh, on up. Fish don't fly in the kitchen. Beans don't. This is from uh, this a. Uh, a dove of Peace from 2008, Oklahoma State Corner, Oklahoma, founded in 1907. Don't say you never learned anything here on the podcast known as DWI. Dan, you won last time. Would you like? It's a significant to who goes first because we're only got three rounds. We're doing top 25s. You'll know the category shortly. Heads or tails, DP? Before I flip it, well, I'll take not uh, having a. I'm having a Bill Cower kind of moment where they fuck up the coin toss. I don't know if that was that or he stuffed the 12 men on the field photo and the refs thing. He did that too. I don't know. Pick a thing or I'm going to keep talking. I heads, brother. Yeah, brother. Heads. Flipped it. Returned it. You see it. You see it. I'm not going to move like it. A, it is how it is. So it'd be this side right, right. here. There you go. It's a head. 
DP. That's apropos. I'm a, I'm a daddy now. I don't think I'm allowed to get in anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have... You, know, you, you don't even get to fuck anymore. You, you, you have intercourse. <laughs> you should have... Was there not any opportunity to take up that while she was pregnant? Did she have any weird cravings that might have worked with that, you know? Hey, I'll, I'll tell you one thing, man. Pregnant pussy, mwah, chef's kiss. Because you get a little hand job, too, on the inside, you know? <laughs> oh, Jesus, fuck, Tuddy. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's <laughs> Fucked up humor. I mean, hey. Listen, wait, wait for the punchline. Here comes the punchline. Are you ready? Here comes the punchline. The aristocrats. Jesus Christ. That was great. That was great. Yeah. That was well played, man. That's and I mean, hell, play me out, I, I have been pestered for a threesome for the, you know, the last six years. So, <laughs> my claim it was comedy and comedy's tragedy. I'll be uncanceled in three months and I'll have to apologize again for it in a year and nine months. So, whatever works. Uh, what would that me. sexual act be called? Two and a half men? Oh, wow. Now it's not even my fault. <laughs> Man, uh, uh, this feels like a war podcast, by the way. <laughs> okay, the had to NFL. Take a sip break after that one, folks. We were smoking. Yeah, we all made <laughs> a palate cleanser after that one. NFL. Oh my god! Doing the same thing we did last time, only we're doing top twenty-five until we miss or we run the category out, which means DP gets to go first. There's only three rounds in the first and third round, so he has the opportunity for more points. Roger. We're not working. You're out when you miss. Yeah. So that's why you had the point flip, all right? Yeah. So think about your answers. Please don't cheat, but if you need to cheat to keep it interesting, then figure out a way to make the story, make, make the match go well. When if you can't um, lose, if you must, don't right. always cheat. Yeah, rub it as racing. First category. Top 25 all-time passing touchdown leaders in the NFL for their careers. They threw this many touchdowns, and they're in the top 25. All-time, DP, give me one person in the all-time top 25 of the NFL passing touchdown leaders. I'll go with Thomas Brady. Ring your bell. You can ring your bell. <laughs> you can ring your bell. It's not Jeremiah Bell. <laughs> okay, Brady. Got it. Yes, he's number one all time. 624. Platypus. This is going to get tough, man, because <clears throat> there's going to be some people on this list like a fucking uh, uh, Steve DeBerg or, or Vinny Testaverde, like dudes that weren't necessarily great quarterbacks, but they played That's for true. 86 years. So just by attrition, they're on the list. Right. But I'm going to take one of oh, you. Wait, uh, wait, one of... wait, 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 wait. One of those guys is on the list and one of them isn't. So I'm glad I'm going to leave that little landmine out there for Whoa. you. You said Steve DeBerg first, and then you said Vinny Testaverde. One of them's in the top 25. One of them isn't. How long does that sit there until someone needs to play their 50-50 card? Chris, what's your guess here? Because <laughs> let's get this one moving. Okay, I'm going to take one of y'all Wisconsin boys, man, Brett Favre. Yes, yes, definitely. Ring the bell. Brett Favre, number four. With uh, 108 
He also retired as the NFL. when he retired, he was number one. So if you give me someone that retired when at when they retired, they were number one. I'll tell you because that's also marked on my list. Yeah, okay, he Dan, was number one in um, interceptions and touchdowns. Yeah, when he retired. yes, he was. <laughs> yeah, but I'll, that got to be a Brett Favre. I'll take the other one, uh, AA Ron. Then ring the bell. Aaron Rodgers currently in fifth. He is fifty-nine touchdown passes behind Brett Favre at five hundred eight. Aaron Rodgers four forty-nine. Chris. Drew Brees has to be on there. Drew Brees, number two, 571 touchdown passes. Dan. Peyton. Peyton Manning, third all-time, also retired as career touchdown passing leader with 539 touchdown passes. Chris. Now we're getting into nut-cutting time. I'm going to go Marino. Marino, yes, also retired with 420 passing. Uh, <laughs> I'll stick with the brothers, Eli. You got it. Eli Manning, 10th all time. Wow. With 366 passing touchdowns. Chris, good for you. Good for you. Um, <laughs> fuck, good for you. Uh, you know what? I'm stepping on the landmine. To quote uh, the late great Fife Dog, your style's incomplete, same as Vinny Testaverde. Well, you didn't shoot a bogey, you shot a birdie. 18th all time, Vinny Testaverde, give it to the platypus, man. If you're running out of names yes, now. Yes, yes, yes. out of names now, Dan's going to get a lot of points here. He's got a lot more in the chamber than you do, because that's part of this one now. You get to run it out. If you you can go in. If he misses, you get to go until you miss. So that's why it was important for possible points. Uh, uh, Dan, go I'll ahead. I'll take uh, Denver's favorite son, John Alway. John Elway, ring the bell, also retired as career touchdown passing leader with 300 at the ah, time. How wonderful was no that? Shit. Gentleman went out with 300 passing touchdowns all time, all-time career leader, and back-to-back stupid balls. Chris, it's your turn. The hell did I forget about Elway? That's weird. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go uh, uh, Rapeless Burger. Eighth all-time, 418 touchdown passes. Count it, ring the bell. EP. <sighs> Philip Rivers and his 16 kids. Mm, Philip Rivers, six, sixth all time with 421 passing touchdowns. Chris? That's a good one. Um, hmm. Now it's getting down to nut cutting time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Got 11 gone. There's 14 left in the top oof, 25. Man, halfway through yet. Okay. Uh, Warren Moon. Warren Moon nice. counted all. Retired as all-time touchdown passing leader with 291 passing touchdowns. I think that's what that means. Hold on. Let me go to the bottom of the list here. <laughs> for all intents and purposes, that's what it's going to mean. I don't know if that's true. It, it is now. <laughs> I don't know if I believe you. Uh, count it. Platt gets a point. Dan. Mm. I'll go with uh, Shoeless Joe Montana. I think that was his nickname. Montana. Joe Montana <laughs> is on here. 19th all-time, 207 touchdown passes. Oof. thought about Joe, but I wasn't sure because, you know, they didn't pass the ball. They a lot, a lot of running, though, with Garrison like Hurst everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Um, he threw at least one. I've see. seen it a lot. Joe Montana, 
Joe Montana. Joe Montana. Roger Craig. Steve Young did not even have Garrison Hurst. Let's just let's just get our errors right. What did I say? Excuse me. You said Garrison Hurst. Yeah. He never played with Joe Montana. Oh, Roger Craig. Garrison Hurst was with Young. No. No. You're two decades. Wait. Like Jeff Garcia yeah. and farther than that. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> it's all, it's all, it's all, it's all, it's Jerry Rice and Owens dominated with yep. Joe Montana as quarterback. <laughs> all right, Platt, it's your turn. Please keep talking. You sounded like an idiot. Oh, I was hoping y'all would keep going. Greatest. Gave me, <laughs> Give me more time to think. There's 12 okay. left. 12 left. Um, Russ Wilson. Great call. 15th all-time. One of five still playing. One of five still. Here's another clue for for both of you. One of five still playing. We've named three of them. That means you each have an equal stab at the two of them. Uh, Russell third. We did uh, Russell. We did uh, A.A. Brown. And who's the third? Brady. 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 I forgot. He. I forgot. There's two more. There's two more that have thrown more passing touchdowns than Russell Wilson, but less than Aaron Rodgers that are on this list. That's just to kind of keep it going. Russell Wilson, 15th all time. Point for Platt. Dan, it's your turn. Well, I got one of them. He's a Super Bowl champion. Matthew Stafford. There you go. 12th all-time, 323 mm-hmm. passes. Uh, 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 damn it, son of a bitch. Okay, I think I have the other one. Oh, baby. Matt Ryan. You got it. Matty Matt Ryan. Ring the- that was my other one I was going to pick. I figured it was I was figured it was both of those guys. Matt Ryan. He's been around for forever. forever. Plus, he won an MVP. Can it's your All turn. Right. How many do we have left, by the way? Nine. Sixteen okay. down. Be impressive if you guys could run the table. Oh, I got close. I got a deep cut. I got oh, a deep cut. Deep cut. Carson Palmer. Oh, I was just looking at the list thinking this guy is going to be a hard to guess, and DP gets it. 14th all time. Passing yards. DP. Carson Palmer. Passing yards. Touchdowns. Touchdowns, sorry. Okay. If you only had 294 passing yards, he probably wouldn't be on any list. Uh, Chris. Uh, He might be on our list, but not the one. (laughs) Yeah, that's (laughs) going. You just made the wrong list. Oh, shit, damn. What you got? Damn house. Yes, also retired as passing touchdown leader with 254 yards. 250 touchdowns. I like the pregnant pause, though. That You know what I mean? That made my speak to tight up a little bit. That was, well, that was good podcasting, sir. Yeah, well played. I don't think that's what that means. I don't think that's what that means. Because Sonny Jurgensen, oh, shit, I just gave one away. God damn it. All right, well, this one's <laughs> This one's even. Yeah, skip that one and go go twenty six deep and can I skip that guy. All right. no, no, that's a really hard one. Okay, for the for the for the last point, you can name anybody between twenty six to thirty because those are all difficult. Um, sorry, DP. So it, they're they're all easier than Sonny Jurgensen because no one was going to get that. Um, did you, Chris just get one? Right, he just got, he just got one, and then you gave away Sonny. Yeah, that's right. Okay, all right, go ahead. Oh fuck me. All right, so I got a point. Uh, PC. <laughs> I'm going to lose this round, um, you know, but that's okay. I'm going, oh, man. Uh, all right. 
don't know if there's anybody. Tarkington. Fran. Fran. Francis. Francis. Aloysius. Tarkington. 11th all time, 342 touchdown passes, and I believe that is also, that's going to fill out, that's going to fill out the top 16, by the way, the top 16 all time you have named. Grant Tarkenton, 11th all time, DP got it. All right, um, what about uh, Machine Gun Kelly? Oh. So, I said, shit. No, no, I said in lieu of the Sonny Jurgensen being 21st, we'd have we'd allow anybody from 26 to 30 to be named, and you did it, so no longer can you name anybody outside of the top 25. I will run down the top 26 to 30 now. John Hadle, which nobody would have got, that was 26. That's why I against, decided against that. <laughs> Y.A. Tittle, 27th. Len Dawson, 28th. George Blanda, 30th. Jim Kelly, 29th, 237. That's a touchdown. Uh, barely made it too. Who's thirty? <laughs> oh, George Blanda. He said Blanda. Yeah. Oh, oh, thir- oh, thirty. I'm okay. I got you. None of those. Be named Dan. It's your turn. Mm, man, five left. Five left. I still got to stick old school here. Uh, no, I don't think he's on there. Here's a hint. You don't have to go as old school as you think, but you still can. Oh, shit. All right. Um... All right, maybe not old school. Uh, what Tony Romo? Yes, 24th all-time, 248 passing touchdowns. Christopher! I was holding Tony in the chamber, man. I oh. thought everybody would have was hoping. <laughs> so we got four left. Is that correct? Wow. Yes. Wow. Crazy if you guys ran it. And I'm looking at the names here. Is it possible? There's there's one Hall of Famer. Yes. And three non Hall of Famers. Donovan McNabb, 31st all time. Chris is out. DP has a chance. God damn it. There might be two Hall of Famers. I'm not sure if one of these guys is a Hall of Famer or not. So at least one Hall of Famer, one possibly could be a Hall of Famer, but the other two definitely aren't. <laughs> Excuse me. It's from Mags. How are you doing, Mags? Miss your brother. I'll, uh, I was going to go old school before, so I'll, I'll go with that one right now and go with Johnny Unitas. Yes, Johnny U, 17th all-time, 290 passing yeah. touchdowns. Deep, you can keep going. There are three more you could get. Boy. Um, Boomer? Yes, 25th all time. Point Not the the sports center announcer. Hello, Boomer. (laughs) (laughs) There's two left. Uh anymore you have 10 seconds you have nine seconds eight you have seven seconds you have six five seconds now you have four seconds in three seconds you'll have to give me an answer two seconds <laughs> one Steve second Young. 
No, Steve uh, Young is a really good guess because he's thirty second he... all time. Oh. I thought we'd give it. it Archie Manning is on there. I'm gonna stab myself. Archie Manning. Oh, I should have put him with the Mannings. Yeah, 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 I'm gonna stab myself if he's on there. Dave Craig, 261 passing oh, touchdowns. That one I thought might have been I difficult to get, but Dave somebody Craig. should have got Drew Bledsoe, 251. Drew Bledsoe. He had a decent run, yeah. man. He was, you know, Made it to about, a Super Bowl. what, 10 years? Yeah. Yeah. And about, what, 10 years? Yeah, he had a decent run. That makes sense. I, I would have uh, I, I would have eventually got to Unitas. There's no way in hell I would have got to Boomer Esiason. All right. I was, just thinking of, I was just thinking of Wait. panelists. <laughs> I was like, he's a quarterback. a three-point lead. He had 13 points there. Chris had 10 points. I had one point in that round. If I yeah. win this somehow, it's really boring because it'll just be me reading these lists. <laughs> the next category, we'll keep in simpatico here. You already just thought of a bunch of names. Maybe it'll make this easier for you. Maybe it won't. Maybe some of these guys are on this list. Maybe some of them aren't. Maybe some of the guys you named are wrong around this list. I don't know. All-time NFL passing yardage leaders. <laughs> you get to go first. Oh, this is what an odd what whatever. Um, we, Brett Favre. <laughs> Brett Favre all time. How much overlap is there, or you're not going to tell us that? I guess you can't, can't tell, tell us. us that. Never can't mind. tell us because we just yeah. name all the same guys we just named. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just told you. I just, I gave you as much hint as I was going to give. We're doing twenty-five to fifty now <laughs> instead of twenty. To 20. Uh, well, I'll go with uh, Thomas Brady. I'll say. I'll put it this way. Why don't we get the? Why don't we get this over quickly by you guys just naming like the top top guys because likely they're on both lists. So DP Tom Brady counted first of all time. Chris. Drew Brees. Drew Brees second oh, all you, time. Who'd you pick first, Platt? Sorry. Uh, Brett Favre. Okay. Brett Favre, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning, count it. Peyton Manning, third all-time. Chris. Dan Marino. Dan Marino, seventh all-time. Dan. A-A-Ron. A-A-Ron, tenth all-time. Chris. Russell Wilson. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, get out of here. Oh, no. Oh no! Uh, Twenty six all time. DP's gonna build up an insurmountable lead. I feel like so, here. So, so you're telling me if we would have played this game in, in like what four months from now in September? <laughs> yeah. <he would've. laughs> let's just say if they played. It. Let's just say if they played at noon on Sunday. Uh, let's just oh no, let's just say if they played at one PM <laughs> Eastern on Sunday in week one, by by the by four PM Eastern, you'd have been right. <laughs> he is currently he is he's currently oh my god two hundred seventeen yards behind twenty five. <sighs> All right. Dan <laughs> Dan, how many how many points can you get, Dan? Go. I'll see. We went with Peyton. I'm going to go with Eli then. Eli, ninth all time. I'm going to go with uh, Big Ben. Fifth all time. Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers, sixth all time. <laughs> uh, Stafford. Twelfth all time. Did I say Matty Ice? Matty Ice. Matt Ryan, eighth, eighth, eighth oh. all time. I was like, oh, don't tell me he's going to be like 26. I'd be like, ah, oh, fuck. 
Uh, stop the damn match, for the love of God! <laughs> oh, God, it's broken in half. John Alway. <laughs> Alway, 11th all-time. Uh, what else did we say? Montana. Oh, shit. 21st all-time. Yeah, you know I gotta go lower down the list. <laughs> like, oh, shit, when he's pauses, I'm like, oh, fuck. Uh, I just want to make sure I didn't miss it. Warren Moon. You know, like Interco- Intercontinental Champions. Oh, you know, I don't want to Greg the Hammer this one. Yeah, Patrick, drop the hammer, you know? <laughs> I don't need to drop the hammer. I'm good. Warren Moon? Did you get Warren Moon? Warren Moon, 13th all time. This is that bullshit. I'm just trying to stall and filibuster so maybe I break Dan's concentration. <laughs> <laughs> we can move on. I can think more. Uh, I'm going to go with my guys, Johnny Yu. 22nd all time. Oh, boy. And Tarkin 10. 14th all-time. I'm thinking running out now. Uh, who else do we say? There's nine uh, left. Carson Palmer? He's 15th all-time. There? Jim. I'm not Jim Kelly in this bullshit. Rex, Rex Grossman. Rex Grossman. <laughs> What's your Rex? I said, I'm not Jim Kellying this thing. He said Jim Kelly. Oh, uh, there you go. Uh, shit. Shit. Uh, oh, Boomer. I'll go with Boomer. Boomer's Boomer. 20, 24th. You get five-second clock on every on all of these. Five. I think I'm out then. Four. Three. Two. One second left. That's it. Can't think of any. Yeah. I'll go with Jim oh, Kelly. I'll go with Jim Kelly just because I have to pick a name. Yeah. He's probably not. 29th time. That's yeah, the end. he's Hit not. The <laughs> I knew he wouldn't be up there. Chris yeah. got three. Dan got one, two, three, four, uh, five, six, seven, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Oh. <laughs> Sound the right. trumpets and alert the townspeople. Oh. I guess we're still winning. You know, you're down. You're down. <laughs> You're down. Insurmountably. Yeah. 15 if he fucks up early. Yes, because he's done that in the, the brief history that we've been playing this game. Yes. Come on now. Top 25 all-time rushing receiving touchdown leaders in the NFL history. Rushing and receiving. Combo? Yes. Yeah. Just touchdowns. Just touchdowns. Not pass, Non-passing touchdowns oh. all-time leaders. Do you see what I'm saying? Okay. Not pass. This is running back. This is running backs and wide receivers and tight ends and maybe I, I don't. I don't think I haven't looked at the list, but I doubt there's a defensive player on here. Um, oh, could there be? In fact, could, could there be? Here's what we're gonna be do. Hang on one second. Hang on one second. Oh, good. There's two tight ends and the rest are running backs and receivers. Right. Got it. All right, Dan, you will be the first one to begin this round as you make a drink, and that drink is brought to you by the ChairShot Radio Network, which you can find on all of your favorite streaming platforms. Don't search the ChairShot Radio Network. Just search ChairShot Radio Network, where we encourage you to enjoy your day the ChairShot way with sports entertainment and sports entertainment by always using your head. And don't forget ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the ChairShot. Now, since Dan has a drink, and I'm going to take a drink of my drink, 
can also grab another drink, go with the drink I have, and Chris is going to jump in, and that's going to give me more time to do that. All right, I'm first, right? Yep. Yes, sir. <sighs> Jerry Rice. Oh, you sure broke some brain cells coming up with that one. Number one. Yeah, no shit. Um, <laughs> Marshall Falk. Number seven. Emmett Smith. Number two. Oh, yeah. LT, Ladanian Tomlinson. He's number three. We don't need any of that shit. Yeah, I thought he was number one for a minute. Well, no, no, he never got past Jerry. Nobody's got past Jerry. No. No, sweet. I think I think I think Rice is like fifty above everybody else. Yeah. Uh, Rice, so Roni. That's no longer PC. Go ahead, DP. Randall, <laughs> Keith, Mort. I mean Moss. <laughs> yeah, fourth. Straight cash, Obi. Pop. I'm gonna go with his running mate, Chris Carter, because all he mm. did does is catch touchdowns, right? Eighth all time. T.O.? You know I'm talking Tied about. for fourth all time with Randy Mosa. Hmm, really? okay. All right. Um, and you said Emmett, right? Yes, sir. Okay, so, okay. The now top five are gone. Top okay, five are gone top five are gone. Do, 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 do. Are they all <laughs> Hall of Famers or future Hall of Famers? Everybody on this list? Yes. I'm fairly certain everybody on the, yeah, I'm pretty sure everybody on this list is a Hall of Famer. Or will be a Hall of Famer. Any uh current players? Technically there's Stress. two, but they're not really. Stress. One might be. Stress. Actually, yeah, okay. there is there's actually I think is he still playing? Oh, he no, he's play not playing. Oh. There might <laughs> No, there's there's three players. <laughs> There's three players that Hang played on, within gotta, the last gotta, two years. Stretch out uh, a Two bit. of them, I think, last year. Stretch. Stretch. Okay. Chris, one of these guys is also considered the greatest lacrosse player of all time. One of these guys oh, is not like Brown. the other. Yeah, 10th. God damn it. <laughs> he's getting mollywopped. Come on. <laughs> At some point, he's not going to be able to get enough points to come back. He's down 15. <laughs> I'm done, Tony. Do, it's a wrap, bro. When do I got it? right now. There's still 17 available points. You could still win. How many more points it, does he need? I'll stop at that point. If, no, 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 no. <laughs> he gets if he runs the table, he wins. If if Dan gets the next one, he no, yeah, that's true because he's got points, so it might already be over. But we're Damn gonna it. finish it out. Go it's ahead. already. It was already ah. over. It was over. After question one, sir. No, no, no. Because he's up. Tw- no, because he's up 15, and there's 17 possible points. So even if you get one. All right, that so means I get one, and up. then that's it. Because I'm not talking about the technicality. Dan of, can't of get two. Dan can't get two. Uh, if Dan gets two more, it's over, and it's his turn. I'm not talking about the technicalities of the proceedings, sir. It's been over, okay? <laughs> people, we still need a reason for people to tune in. <laughs> uh, it was the greatest comeback of all time. Listen, a lot of people watched know. that Warriors Maps game last night, and that series was fucking over. Make it 147 and all. Go ahead, Dan. Adrian Peterson. Down at tight for 10th all time with Jim Brown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, all right. I'll throw you it. You can't get any more wrong, and Dan can't get any yeah. more right. You get the next one right, and I'll throw it, and you can try and run the table. Marvin Harrison. Count it, ninth all time. Sluts Benwala. 
No, Aldo Greco is wrong. <laughs> Aldo Greco. <laughs> Commonly known as Sutsman Waller. Or uh, Engelbert Fishy. No, bag. wait a minute. I got a better one. S-E-C-K-M-Y-A-S-S. Mike Vanderjack. How about... Uh, Fishy bag is 26, though. I think. How about uh, Jerry Dorsey? No, that Jerry Dorsey. Works. All right, Chris. Dan got it wrong. You need to name the rest of them on this list. All right. Tony Gonzalez. There's 15 left. Yes, count it. Tony Gonzalez, ring the bell. All right. What what number is he? Uh, 17th. He's one of two okay. tight ends. Um, You're never going to run this because there's a guy I never even fucking heard of that you won't get, but oh, that's fine. Oh, great. Um, I actually had to look at, when I said there was two tight ends on the list, I had to hit his name and see what position he played. What's oh, your next, boy. Uh, what's your was, next uh, answer? Was he the other tight end? Well, there's one tight. He's not. He was a okay. he was a running back that I didn't know. But there is one more tight end on the list. Who did you cool. say, Chris? I didn't say anything. Um, let's see. All right, uh, Tiki Barber. That was a very bad guess. Fuck. Uh, how about Walter Payton, brother? Walter Payton. Dan, you're already out, and you won, so you can play like some music for yourself. I'm still searching for Tiki Barber, where he is on the. <laughs> okay. Okay. Who 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 else? Who else? Walter so Payton. Walter Payton. Okay, let me tell you. Uh, let me, um, let me tell you a list of people. Who, let me tell you a list of people that have more touchdowns all time than Tiki Barber. <laughs> Gronkowski. Uh, well, four of them that are playing: Zeke Elliott, AJ Green, Derek Henry, DeAndre Hopkins, Art Monk, Larry Zonka, Raymond Berry, Rod <laughs> Smith, Gerald Briggs, Stephen Davis, D'Angelo Williams, <laughs> Willis McGee. Willis McGee had more touchdowns than Tiki Barber. Frank um, Gore. Why did not I think of Frank Gore? 25th. He played for 30 years. So here's the top. Still playing, uh, isn't he? Rice, Emmett. Technically, I think he is, isn't he? He's in, uh, what, Indianapolis or some shit? You guys didn't name number six all-time Marcus Allen, by the way, who was the leader for ages that Jerry Rice passed, I believe. Um, And Emmett. uh, Let's see. Peyton was 12th. Gerald, 13th. John Riggins was it's... tied 14th. Sean Alexander, 16th. Oh, Lenny so Moore was the guy I had to look up, at, look up. It was a late 50s, early 60s halfback. Barry Tim Sanders, Brown? 19th time, guys. Uh, Dan, Don Hudson, 20th all-time. Yeah. 21st, Tim, tied with Steve Largent. Brown. Frank Harris, Curtis Martin, tied at 23rd. We had Frank Moore at 25th. This gentleman is 14th all-time, and he's the other tight end, and that's the only Tony person Higgins. I didn't tell you on the list. Who is it? Yes, DP got it right there. So I not only did he wait, on the, I had him on my What did he say? Antonio Gates. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout right. out, Mac Man went to Kent State. Trivia is over. We'll be right back. Listen to a commercial. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey, folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. I'm on the street the other day. Make a pay phone call. Go over time on the call. Hang up the phone. Walk away. You've had this happen? What phone rings? It's the phone company. They want more money. Don't you love this? And you've got 
them right where you want them for the first time in your life. You're on the street. There's nothing they can do. I like to let it ring a few times, you know. Let her sweat a little over there. And then just pick it up. Yeah, hello, operator. Oh, I've got the money. I've got the money right here. You hear that? That's a quarter. Yeah, you want that, don't you? So I show DP the quarter once again that I pulled out from before, which I didn't anticipate using as a coin toss. I was going to let DP go first, but I figured since I had the coin toss because he won, I'd let him call it instead of actually going first. So the quarter was actually here so because I got... Was, the quarter is what you're telling me. It was, it was no, rigged from the beginning. The game was rigged. No, once again, you're wrong. And I was trying to bring up the fact that I had the quarter because I was going to say the quarter is right here. Uh, gentlemen, this takes us back to a different time. And that's why this is another point of mine for Seinfeld. The cutoff is being born in the mid 80s somewhere. If you're in the early 80s, it, it, it's a it's a little bit of a split, but more in favor of Seinfeld. If you're in in the mid 80s, it's a super split. And then if you're in the late 80s, there's still some people that like Seinfeld. Speaking of when you were born. But if it's before the 80s, you likely like Seinfeld if you like situational comedy. The cell phone, the pay phone. The way we communicate with each other is the dividing line, and that's why some people don't like it and some people get it, right? Here we start out with a bit right away that reminds me of my prognosis of this show and its popularity among age groups is because we have a, we have a, we have a phone bit right away. He's talking about the payphone and the company calling you back. And what a big part the payphone plays in the story of this, one of the most classic. This is probably, probably top five, easily top ten for sure, unarguably uh, most iconic Seinfeld episodes of all time. Gentlemen, let me preface this conversation with I took a ton of notes today, not knowing you both did not watch the episode, but you have seen it before, and lucky I did, so we can walk through this because it's a really good one. Not having watched it, let's start with Chris. What are your vague remembrances of this as we'll get into it more specifically before we do that real quick? Well, you do realize the listeners would have never known that we forgot to watch the show had you not said anything, right? Just, I, I just wanted to, yeah, yeah, just throw that out there. They don't know unless you tell them, sir. I understand how upset DP and Satchel McFlippins and beautiful sundress lady in sophomore year uh, didn't appreciate me not showing up with my homework. Um. So I figured I'd make sure that you guys showed up with your homework or you'd get embarrassed. You petty as fuck, man. We grown as shit. What, what's wrong with you? <laughs> what, what's wrong with you? Seriously. I already told you. Petty conceded Tony. And he'd be <laughs> no, th this is definitely, for me personally, man, top five Seinfeld episode. And, I mean, just the reason that I love this episode is the same reason that I love this show, man. Well, there's a lot of reasons why I love this show. But one of the things, to me personally, that makes it dope is that it, there's these mundane decisions that these people continuously make every single episode. And then by the end of the show, it, it just all crescendos into this uh, frantic and in hilarious ways. Like, the, the decisions that these people make end up biting them in the ass in hilarious ways. It's almost like Scooby-Doo and when they take the mask off the guy that would have got away with it, with it if it wasn't for the meddling kids, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I could go for a submarine sandwich, Dan. <laughs> this is, uh, yeah, this is a 
just phenomenal episode. I remember a ton about this one. It's a, you know, I've seen it way too many times. <clears throat> one of my favorite episodes that is in one place for the entire show. It That's is. it. There's, uh, there's, it's one scene. Yeah. It's one, I mean, it's it's one, one set. One location. One set. One set. Chinese restaurant. Cameras, but one set. That's, it. That's it. Yeah. There's... Well, you... There's one. There's a wall, but it's the same set. There's two rooms. There's two rooms. Yeah. There's the dining room, and the waiting room. Briefly, the whole I would say ninety-five plus percent is the waiting room to the Chinese restaurant. There is a brief scene that gets into the restaurant (laughs) when Elaine tries to take it. We'll get there. Okay. Okay. Well, do you want me to remind everybody what I remember about this? Because we're basically gonna we're gonna almost do observations with you guys commenting on them. Okay, because I got yeah, because I could go over a couple things, but I'll I'll, right, I'll let you do your thing. Do let's play the observations music, and I'll make my observation, and you guys talk about it. Oh boy, okay. I'll be yeah. watching you. Yeah, I'm 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 figuring it out here. It's been a while, brother. <laughs> here we go. I'll be watching. lady i'm just a walker i'm not a stalker sorry it's past your house all right just deal with it anyway uh seinfeld here we go plan nine they're going to see this movie jerry canceled on his uncle oh yeah uncle leo he said he said he said he canceled uncle leo plan nine they're going to see it on the big ultra screen plans one through eight didn't work this has got to be the one crazy sci-fi movie like there you go chris thoughts there i want to see planet nine shit no just plan nine no right. planet just plan. <laughs> you plan nine my bad and still no it's... it was like plan Stop. nine from outer you know, space or something like space. i'm not right. thank, you, thank you thank you i want to see it yeah yeah how do you throw a space party go on you plan it dan your thoughts <laughs> it, oh, yeah, boy. Your dad like that joke uh, uh, yeah, Plan Nine didn't work either. Let's let's just put it that way. And I think the second reference to Uncle Leo in this is, uh, so far. Yeah, is there a plan? To, okay, so let's pay attention for a Plan Ten movie if, if there's because they're always going to the fucking movies. We're gonna have more movie <laughs> yeah. stuff. All right, all right, cool, 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 cool. Uh, we're at the we're at the restaurant now. George's got to call Tat. George's got to call Tatiana. 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 Ooh, Tatiana. And he walks away to go call Tatiana, and Jerry and Elaine look at each other, and Jerry goes, Tatiana. <laughs> and had to call her because he couldn't go to the bathroom. Oh, sorry, I thought you were... We'll get there! We don't know that yet! Alright, any thoughts on Tatiana? Any any girl, any, any name of a person where you were like, okay, great, I can't wait to meet this person. Hey, Ta- any name like Tatiana for you, like Jerry and Elaine, like 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 for George Carlin, who has a great special on. I can't remember what streaming thing right now about his life and his comedy, which is excellent. A- uh, shit, piss HBO, motherfucker, Oxford, tits, blah blah blah. Uh, yeah, rat shit, bad shit, dirty old twat. Um, yeah. We'll Todd. Todd. <laughs> Go ahead. It's time or not. Hooray, lizard shit. shit. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, Brad, I, I would probably say Brad. Oh, that hits home. 
Next. No offense. Next. Oh, uh, Astrid <laughs> or any uh, any uh, any name of a fruit. All right. How about the guy on the phone? The guy in the perfectly matched suit where the socks match the sweater. And George is like, he knows George is there. And he's just like, and he won't acknowledge him. You ever, you know, <laughs> he turns his back to him. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, he's oh, oh here we go. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> Do you have how much of a dick the Maker D was? Is, is that in your observations list? Oh, no. The host. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to get there. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, George walks over to Jerry and he goes, Hey, you got my back? It's like, Do I got your back? <laughs> or something like that. And he's like, Yeah, if something goes down here, can I count on you? Can you count on me for what? <laughs> yeah, George, I'm really looking to get into a rumble. Because it's the guy I saw. The word rumble. <laughs> like his West Side Story right? and some shit. Like the word rumble. Like yeah. the Jets and the Sharks are fit to be, you know? <laughs> right? I'm going to throw it out over a, over a phone call. <laughs> the first sign that the host, and looks like to be the owner of the restaurant, is is annoyed with their party. Now let's let's jump back to the beginning of this episode. So the guy who's running the host, I believe is the owner, looks at Elaine and asks how many. And she looks back at George and Jerry, and she's like, how many? And George has to tell this story to Jerry about how there could be a fourth person and makes him wait for an inordinate amount of time to get the simple question answered of how many motherfucking people are we sitting at the goddamn table? And I think that's why this happened. So if you go back and watch that episode, just check. It's one of the – it's like the first fucking scene. But anyway, anyway, a group walks in the doorway from the outside. Bumps into, politely bumps into Jerry, Elaine, and George, or I think Jerry and Elaine, George is by the phone, waiting for the guy. And, oh, excuse me. Oh, no worries. No problem. They had walked in from the outside, walk right up. Four people seated right away. Now we know it's on. Yeah. They were not five, ten minutes. I think he always said five, ten minutes. Every time he Seinfeld, did, five, yeah, ten. Yeah, it'd be about five. They minutes. checked out their reservations. So right. now they went to the cart past. rates. Were they the cart rates? No, no, oh, we're going to get to that too. Ah, I thought that was a same group. Too. You guys are pissing all over my parade today. That's what That's I do. Fine. Next time, just next time, just watch the fucking show. <laughs> Maybe this is more entertaining. It might um, be. So they walk up and, they, you know, <laughs> we were here before, blah, blah, blah. What they were here before. Uh, so Lane is starving. And Jerry talks about how he offered a cookie at the house before they left. And she's like, yeah, a healthy cookie. No one wants to eat that. It's no black no, and white no cookie. Nobody still wants. Not yet. Um, Elaine is ready. So hungry. She says, I would, I would, I would take the, the, uh, I don't know what it was. Egg the roll. wonton or the egg roll. The egg roll. That guy's eat it. And Jerry goes, well, there's, let me tell you, there's 50 bucks in it for you if you would. <laughs> and George quickly cheaps out about, uh, you know, adding to the fund. And then, you know, George talks big, too. He goes, and she says, George, would you do it for 50 bucks? And he goes, I'd, I'd blow bubbles in that guy's soup for 50 bucks. Well, <laughs> clearly, clearly there was no offer made to George. There was no offer made to George because <laughs> well aware that George wouldn't blow bubbles in that guy's fucking soup for a million dollars because George is a coward. Goddamn right. Elaine walked in up to this table of old people 
One of them voiced by Larry David, by the way, if you listen in closely. But she, with the big smile and her just her teeth showing and clenched, tries to talk under her breath through her mouth, through her teeth, and say, <laughs> "Hey, those guys over there, we give me fifty bucks to take a piece of food off of your table and eat it. I'll, I'll give one of you twenty-five if you'll let me do it." And in, in, what starts is a confusion, a cacophony of old people asking, "What did she say? Uh, what did she say?" She's just standing there staring, smiling. They have no idea what's going on. She can't do it. Elaine, embarrassed, runs back out of the room and spills the beans to George and Jerry right away. And they all laugh about what she did. No one calculates it as a really. Jerry keeps his 50 bucks. All right. So George looks over and he's like, I think the phone is available. And he walks over and some lady steals the phone. And George is like, I was here first. And the lady goes, Well, if you were here first, You'd have the phone, wouldn't you? <laughs> Touche, right? Touche. Yeah, obviously you weren't waiting. It wasn't that important. You didn't hang around by the phone. <laughs> so they right? sent George off into a tizzy oh. at the restaurant. And when I'm listening to this in this episode, the first thing that comes to mind, it goes, that sounds like a younger, angrier me in public because I have no problem with making everybody feel uncomfortable around me out in public when I have been besmirched. I believe the line is, we live in a society. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's talking about the societal rules and how no one has manners anymore. And while he's doing it, who comes up but none other than the earlier occupant of the phone, the guy, looks at him and says, hey, man, I'm really sorry that took so long. And he goes, oh, no, that's okay. Much like in the baby shower where he went to give her the business and turns around and takes her shit out to the car, he folds right here as well. Clearly so, wasn't ready to rumble. <laughs> George Costanza. Just bet the pot and he'll fold eventually. Trust me. <laughs> All right, next. Next walks in one particular gentleman by himself, and and it's Mr. Car uh, no, it's not Mr. Cartwright, it's Mr. Cohen. And the gentleman who owns the establishment and is the hostess says, hello, Mr. Cartwright, we haven't seen you in weeks. How have you been? And he says, oh, I've been around. It's great to be back. Well, it's great to see you. He goes, I'd love to eat. And, and uh, what did he say? Something about... Uh, you know, can you bring my food right here? And and the host goes, no, let me get you a table. Eat right here, table. <laughs> you got your usual table. <laughs> so this also comes under dispute from Jerry and Elaine. George, I don't know what he's doing. And, you know, uh, you know Mr. Cartwright. Clearly. Yeah, yeah, he was here. I haven't seen him for his respondent was, oh, no, he comes here all the time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> He's here all the time. I haven't seen him for weeks. He's sitting in the corner with the yellow striped shirt that Jerry can't remember the name of, right? Oh, that lady. He's sitting. Oh, she finally lady. gets up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dylan walks out and says hello to Jerry. Jerry can't remember her name, where he knows her from. Luckily, Elaine's next to him like a good girlfriend would. They're not together, but like, you know, you're out, and sometimes your girlfriend has to introduce herself because you can't remember the fucking name of the person you met, and that's how you get the name. So he gets the name. Oh, Lorraine. This is Elaine. Lorraine Catalano. Jerry, why haven't you stopped by more? But it's been a long time since we've seen you. That was were precursors to the figuring out who it was. She leaves. Lane goes, who was that? Jerry goes, I'm in trouble. 
that's the lady that works at my uncle's office who I canceled on dinner tonight to go to plan bus nine. He's screwed. Circle our way back every right there. Time, every time he tries to fuck over Uncle Leo, it ends up biting him in the ass. You would think at one point in time, you would say, he would say to himself, perhaps I should just be a decent human being to Uncle Leo. But no, <laughs> not, not, not at all. Uncle Leo proves his worth with this, uh, you know, petty theft at the episode. <laughs> speaking of speaking of petty things, they decide they're going to bribe Elaine's idea. Let's bribe the guy. Right. Let's give him 20 bucks. George is like, that's a lot. Well, how much do you want to give him change? You know, so George <laughs> just like, $20, just put it three ways. He looks at Jer- Elaine. He goes seven. He looks at Jerry. He goes seven. And then he looks at himself and he goes six. <laughs> Because, of course he does. Nonetheless, Jerry bamboozles Elaine into going up to bribe the guy because when she says she doesn't want to do it, he goes, boy, the women's movement's come a long way except for in the field of bribery, (laughs) which he walks away. (laughs) The guy does a horrible job. The bribe gets unseen as the reservation book page gets turned. She finally hands it to the guy and then steps away and says, I'd really like a table, to which he seats another group of four that just walked in. (laughs) <laughs> and we're clearly not there before them. Jerry goes in back and tries to ask for the money to <laughs> no avail. We're getting to the point where now just they're gonna they gotta go. They gotta they can't make the movie uh unless they go to Skyburger, which no one wants to go to, eat popcorn or hot dogs at the movie theater. I'd rather lick the floor uh, Elaine says they need hot dogs at the movie theater. I love a hot dog at the movie theater, man. They all go, just skip it. George is like, I can't go. Well, meantime, what happens is George had got a hold of Tatiana to leave a message to call them at the Chinese restaurant, to which Cartwright was called. There's a phone call for Cartwright, to which no one responds. George eventually goes up a scene later to ask if there was a phone call for Costanza, and he says yes. The person calls. I come out here. I say, phone call for Cartwright. No one answers. <laughs> phone. George goes, could it possibly be Costanza? The guy goes, yes, that was it. Costanza. Cartwright. <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> so discouraged. That I don't even want to go see the movie anymore. I'm going to go try and find and talk to Tatiana. Lane says, yeah, I'm done too. I'm going to Skyburger. Jerry goes, what am I going to do now? I cancel out my Uncle Leo. He knows I'm not coming over. I might as well just go over there now and not go see Plan 9. And at the end... And it ends with... Seinfeld, party of four! <laughs> right after they walk out the door. <laughs> I apologize because I do a lot of accents and like talk like a lot of people and I would have been doing it strictly under the premise of just listening to the way this gentleman talked and I don't remember his name but he's a very rememberable prominent um, Asian actor that I've seen in many things he's done a lot of roles I'm not sure of his name I'm sure you guys are referring right now but I so wanted to talk I so want to talk I don't want to talk in his accent, but I don't feel that's proper. So hopefully, folks, if you're ever listening to me and I go into something like that, it's purely out of, like, respect for the role they played in comedy. And I like doing impressions. And, you know, to Mike Tyson, he can just deal with it. I'm just still going to do that. Regardless. I hope you don't get, don't, don't is, get on the flight with Mike Tyson. I'll punch him in the face. Like, don't get me on the flight. Stop that, shit on my flight. I'm going to punch you. So, 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 if, so if I was Asian, you, you would have no. did old boy's accent. <laughs> 
Chris can, if Chris is black and he can do Bruce, then I and I'm white, I can do Mike. That's the other thing. Shut up. Remember the racial draft from Chappelle? Yes. Yes. <laughs> this is a racial impression draft. These Chris is like, <laughs> like All right. we'd like to uh, Bruce Springsteen. I'm like, well then we'd like to take Mike Tyson. Let's go. All right. Okay, I'll trade you Mike Tyson for Bruce Springsteen and, and Rocky Balboa. Cool. <laughs> I, I like you got to throw in Steve Urkel. Did no. I do that? Nobody wants. Nobody wants. No, Urkel. You, you, you should throw that one in the trash. But no, I think the the, no. the host or the Mater D or whatever you want to call him. I, I I swear, dude was in Big Trouble in Little China, which that's a classic eighties movie. James, and the Golden Child. He was in the James Golden Hong. Child as well, I believe. James Ooh. Hong, ladies and gentlemen, James Hong. Well, I DBM the Melon Farmer, man. Tell me if I'm right or not, please. I'm right here, man. He was in uh, Hawaii Five-0, Bonanza, Perry Mason, The Man from Uncle, I Spy. He was in Blade Runner. He was, uh, oh, he was the dad in Wayne's World 2. Sure was. There you go. There you go. Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. And the Golden Child, right? Yeah. Eddie Murphy. There you go. Because those you know, two the, movies basically had the same cast. You just swap out Eddie Murphy for Kurt Russell, and that's how that went. Ping, he was Ping. He voiced Ping in Kung Fu Panda. Now, Listen, it's great to run down these episodes because some of the greatest like character actors of all time run through Seinfeld, the people you just don't think of off the top of your head, right? I mean, There's we've just got into it. I mean, it's going to get crazier as we go. The amount of people that you know from other things, if you've never watched Seinfeld, is going to go nuts in the next you know 200 episodes that we do here on the dwi podcast they're real and they're spectacular well i mean we're a long ways away from that but that's going to be great (laughs) gentlemen last thing i want to talk about is how great is this as an episode conceptually like to come up with this concept and execute it the way they did like think about think about our experience and how we kind of know what it's like to have to be like all right we need to we can't just come in here without an idea unless it's this show because it has a groundwork idea but like making a commercial doing a different show we know that there's production and then there has to be intuitive ideas that go together and assimilate to each other and have synergy so how much more can you appreciate this episode with the experiences that we've had in the last five, six, seven years? I mean, that's a lot to put out 22 and a half minutes of situational comedy within one set, one place, three people. Like, there's no Kramer here. And, the, yeah, that's a lot on the on the three leads to carry it. That's not an easy thing to do. We know that because we do this week in and week out, like you alluded to. Plus – how relatable of an episode is this? We've all been in that situation where yeah. we've been hungry as hell, and it seems like it's taking forever for our names to get called, and you sit there, well, should we try to go to another spot? Well, if we go to another spot, we're just going to be waiting again. Yeah. We are eating while we're waiting there. Exactly. So that, that was the thing. That was the brilliance to me about this, man. And then you introduce the different characters and the different character dynamics within the framework of Seinfeld, like these three assholes and watching them interact with other people and, and hilarity ensues rather. But I mean, that's really the essence and the genius of this show. Right. It's, it's all, I mean, there's, there's character development, but like they don't, not really. It's the smoothness. It's the, the development to their characters is their So it's funny. Okay. Because, like they always say character development is key to telling a story, but 
this is why this is show is so unique is because their characters don't necessarily develop personality wise, but they do in their life. They, they become, they get put in different situations, whether it's where they live, who they're related to and hanging out with, or how much money they make and things of that nature, their job, that's the development, but it's different, right? But they're always the same kind of people. They're just, it's a layered kind of development. It's not a growth of development. Well, it, it accents, it, it does accent all their character, their character. Every, you think about that. Look at, look at, or status. look at George doing his, like exactly what she said. You know, he, he goes, he wants to be the angry guy. He's going to get into a rumble. He's going to get into a fight and then nope, 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 backs away. Cause that's him. And, and then the, the stickler with the money where he's going to be, we're going to, we're going to bribe the mater D, but I'm going to be the one giving him less money. Um, it's just his, all of it to, and all of it was in this episode and they did it so well with being in and doing it in one spot. And then Jerry's the guy that's just making jokes and making fun of everybody that's doing their thing because he knows the exact person they are. And he's doing the joke, like it ain't going to happen. And I'm going to bet you 50 bucks. You're going to go over there and eat it. Cause I know you're not going to do it. Cause Elaine's the one that's like, I really want to be outgoing, but she's not much. And she's same thing reserved, not really going to do it. Um, so it's just, it's all of that sucked into one episode in one look. And I don't know how you, how you do that with one location, but you have really three different characters doing their thing. Right. But it all is, it, they're all intertwined in this just beautiful way of all just really wanting to get some food and eat and they can't do it. You know, it, it's just, I don't know. I, I, I loved the way they did this because it's just, that is so unique and very hard to do with however many characters you got just to be in one location and do one intertwined story is just, it's amazing. And honestly, Dan, if you, for my druthers, this is the quintessential Seinfeld episode. Like if aliens landed and they found out about this huge show that came on called Seinfeld, this is the episode that you would show them, in my opinion, that encapsulates yeah. the entire show. You you get to the, see every all the main characters' personalities, their quirks, their flaws, who they are as people. It it, it it's just a perfect encapsulation of the entire series. This episode, in in my true. humble opinion, true. And it, it it's in my opinion, I I like what you said, and for the main reason of if you gave a one sentence description about Seinfeld as um a show as a situational comedy that ran for however long it did. They always say it's a show about nothing. This was literally an episode about nothing. And nothing really got was. accomplished. There, there was no crescendo. There was they no went out to eat. No story art. <laughs> yeah. So, but it was so entertaining. I could sit here and read you a uh, half a page of notes I had, and you guys just continually popped after I reminded you of every part of the episode. Right. And I did along with you. Brilliant. You know what I'm saying? That's why this is excellent to cover. It's brilliance. Okay, All right, Rick Bell. Any last thoughts? Wrestling, sports, life-wise. We will have Chair Shot Bets. Brand new show for Chair Shot Radio Network. Yours truly will be... I'll be hosting. Chris Platt will be at 
the very least a very and dp as well will both be uh very strongly relied upon correspondence they're definitely not uh i don't believe going to be weekly members but we hopefully get them on uh maybe a couple times a month or so but we'll definitely be getting picks from them so we'll be counting that down too as well just a different look at sports you're going to see a lot of rotating personalities um and we'll, we'll see what happens there so uh, you know uh from your NHL favorites to your NFL favorites to your Major League Baseball favorites to golf to tennis and maybe some things you didn't even think you could bet on. Obviously, WWE MMA going in there with boxing as well. So grand thing of things, uh, maybe if there's like a hot dog eating contest, we'll bet on that as well. But for now, last thoughts from each of you gentlemen, and let's get out of here. You know, uh, enjoy your holidays, ladies and gentlemen, seriously. Uh, You know, I'm not we're, we're not going to get too in the woods about everything that's going on in the world right now, but just enjoy your holidays. Go hug your kids. Enjoy your time with your family and your friends and your loved ones. Cause at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. So just, in, just be out, be human and enjoy each other and appreciate and share this human experience that we're having on this rock in the middle of nowhere. Just do that. Do that. That's all I ask. And, and maybe eat a hot dog for me. Cause I don't eat pork anymore. Always bet on Joey Chestnut. <laughs> that's the rule. Because <clears throat> Kobayashi well, won't, won't well, the... uh, adhere to the rules. <laughs> wow. How American of you, sir. Look out for, <laughs> for that special DWI July 4th episode for the uh, Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. DP? Uh, <clears throat> shout out to um, Seinfeld Russell posting on Facebook. Um for uh, those fans like we are, uh, where we podcast about wrestling and we are reviewing Seinfeld, uh, shout out to them. I found them on Facebook and gave them a link to our posting, to our uh, podcast and everything. So hopefully, uh, you know, good things to come there. And, and a really cool site where they just kind of do a little merging of wrestling and Seinfeld. Uh, pretty neat. Uh, one, if you get to go check that out, if you're on Facebook, go check out Seinfeld Wrestle Posting. All right, love it. I, I already right, went on you. <laughs> well, did you? Do we? Do you guys? Wait, oh, now yeah. we gotta tell everybody where. Oh, where oh, find, find me find on me? Twitter at the Real C Plat. Yeah, find me on Twitter at the Real C Plat, and go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. Pick up a shirt. Promo code Memorial Day, and um, check out everything we got going on with the chair shot, man. It's a lot of cool shit going on, and yeah, check it out. Enjoy your Memorial Day, folks. Seriously, and have fun. Just relax. Have fun, man. Unplug from the bullshit that's going on in the world and have some fun. Have a drink. Have a smoke. Have a snort. Whatever you do to unwind. Get some pussy. Get some dick. Get some ass. Whatever you want to do to unwind. Just enjoy yourselves this weekend. Consensually. DP. I don't know about that, dude. Oh, yes. Definitely consensually, DP. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Find me all over the worldwide social media interwebs. And it's me, DPP. Find this show on Twitter at PodcastDWI and Facebook.com slash DWI Podcast. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash The Chair Shot. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Sports entertainment and sports entertainment. Those are the things we cover all over ChairShot Radio Network. And you can find that by searching ChairShot Radio Network on all of your favorite streaming platforms. <sighs> I'm PC Tony. It's Memorial Day weekend. Um, I, I think we would like to uh, give a big shout out and remembrance to all of our veterans who have served and everyone that is serving. Uh, we remember you. 
We love you. We thank you for your service. We thank you for the place you provide us to live and raise kids and, and, and go to work and things of that nature. Just remember folks, things aren't always great, but they could be worse. Um, our sincere thoughts, prayers, condolences, um, and just we're thinking of you, uh, for all the families in Texas, uh, deeply saddened, a change must come for Christopher Platt. For DPP, for PC Tunney, this is the 326th edition of the DWI Podcast. We will see you next week. Thank you very much for listening. Why don't y'all keep flipping me off when I was talking? What the hell was that shit about? I don't know. Even when you can't see me, I'm flipping you off. Here we go. Chairshot.com. Always use your head.